And here we go! This is the Ignite Rock Podcast with your host Ahmed Salifa and this is where we listen to awesome individuals who are doing awesome stuff using WordPress. Welcome to the show everyone, thank you for tuning in and thank you for lending me your ears. Now, let's get stuck in and straight into the show. And here we go everyone, this is going to be a really fun one today because I've got Sharon Haver on the line today and I'm so excited because she has done a lot of stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff. So I don't know where to start really, but let's just uh, start off with hello Sharon and, and and thank you for coming on to the show. I really, really appreciate it and really I just want to start off with, you know, just tell me a little bit about yourself. Who are you, where are you from and how did you get to where you are today? Ah, that's a lot of questions. So welcome. Thank you for letting me be here, Ahmed. Um, I am the founder of FocusOnStyle.com, which went online in, are you ready, drum roll, roll please, in 1999. <laughs> so I've been online since 1999 through many website iterations and changes and whatnot and, and you know, things that you need to update to stay relevant. So my original background, as people don't really know about me, is my background is I have a degree in marketing and that was kind of my first love. And somehow I found myself being a New York photo stylist and I was a fashion stylist on photo shoots for magazines and editorial for 50 years. And from that, I ended up having a syndicated newspaper column that went to 400 papers a week. So that was pretty cool. And at some point, what happened was um, I left my newspaper column and I decided to go from being on a newswire to a syndicator. I just had my son and I was supposed to take maternity leave. And I ended up having a let's say somebody forged my signature on a contract. It would be the thing. And it was a crazy syndication company, but that was my, that was my way to get out. So this guy had, instead of my maternity leave, had basically sold my column when my baby was totally newborn. And obviously you're not a mom, but you know, when you just have a kid, you've got like baby mush brain. And here I was with my newspapers who I owed my soul to because I had them on the newswire now waiting for next week's column. I couldn't leave them with a hole in it. And I was supposed to be on maternity leave and I, you know, I was my brand new kid. I didn't know what to do. So I ended up putting up a fast B2B site, which was to sort of placate my papers and had no idea what to do. And the next thing I knew, um, I became a Yahoo site of a day. Now remind you, this was in 1999. This was like frontier days. This is before blog was even a you know, word people knew of. And I had a crazy web developer. <laughs> the first of many. <laughs> and um, my site went down the day it was supposed to be the site of the day because he, I don't know, he thought it was merely a suggestion, is what I think his quote. So I was crying. I had no site. I had no thing. I fell into this web business. It was really just, a, you know, coming off the syndicator. And I called up Microsoft crying. And the guy said to me, hey, you're the site of the day. Just go to Staples, buy a copy of front page, call me back, and I'll walk you through it. And this really cool guy at Microsoft taught me how to build a website. So that was in 1999. <laughs> wow. My site's been online online a long time and my kid is six foot four now. So what's happened was through all of that, I developed a, a techie brain. And by, by not choice, but by it's my business. So you have to be. And so I've seen all sides of 
being online in WordPress. And I work with clients on helping them, still with style, but helping them step in their star power and bring their business out there and having their, their website be part of it as well. And um, yeah, so it's a long way into it. But I guess I kind of took the back door into WordPress. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know where to start. I mean, because I, I know mean, it's like, you, I could, you've, we, could, we could talk, go from cray-cray to incredible. You know, there's all sorts of stories. <laughs> it, it's amazing because I, I know that you have appeared in so many publications. You've appeared in Vogue, uh-huh. Elle, CNN, Entrepreneur. You have, you know, you worked as a fashion stylist and been in, in photo shoots and working in magazines and things like that. And now you're kind of focusing on two areas, which is around you know, styling and personal brand strategist and I like what you have you know said on your website and you quoted that you help fellow entrepreneurs stand in their authentic star power and right that's quite powerful can you can you go through that what do you mean by authentic star power well I think what's happened with the internet is a lot of people have either glommed onto it because it's there and they don't know what to do, or they're reinventing their career and they're transitioning to being online, or they're finding out that whether or not they like it or not, if they are a freelancer, an independent contractor, an entrepreneur, an author, writer, coach, speaker, that having an online presence is important. Even if you're trying to get a date, you know, you want to be swipe writable. <laughs> so they're, they're finding that, that having an online presence is mandatory. And maybe a few years ago, you could have been the guy in, in his weird, creepy office cave wearing some ugly t-shirt going, hey, I made $6 million online. But you know, those days are over. The date now what's happening is especially with if you just look at your Facebook feed, you see celebrities coming down the feed. You see even what's that thing called master class with celebrities giving courses. You see people who've got their act together looking relevant, looking a step above. And then you see someone who's kind of really smart, really knows what they're talking about, has tons of valuable information, but is not maybe the most savvy on presenting themselves online. And I call that stepping into your, your own authentic star power. So you have to make sure that when someone sees you online, that you look relevant, you look valuable, that you're not someone that someone's going to click away to because it takes, you know, depending on the study, less than seven, five, four, three, two seconds to make a first impression. So you want to make sure that your visual message, your written message, your brand message, your personal brand message, all is in alignment with who you are today, not the same stale photo you were using 10 years ago. And, you know, it, it to me, it, it's, it's really sad because I spent 15 years of my career being behind the scenes, making other people look great, working with marketing agencies, working with advertising agencies, working with the clients, making sure that what I was putting together in a style package was something that someone wanted to buy into as in the product or you know, the aura or the magazine ad. So now what happens is I suddenly had to turn the tables and now I'm the one you want to buy into, right? So when I started this site, it was a focus on style was a magazine site. I had contributors. I was still behind the, behind the brand, but now I'm front and center. And it's just as scary for me to be seen as it is for other people. Cause now, you know, it's all about me. It's like, it's my 
You know, I'm no longer hiding behind contributors and content. So I understand that completely. And I, I, I've created different ways for, you know, people to educate them to, you know, break free from the other side of, of your computer screen and, and, and look like someone, someone wants to buy into. So they hear what you have to say so you can share your message and make your voice more powerful because someone just didn't click away. Yeah, it's true. And you've mentioned, you know, one of the things I was going to ask you about, you said about how your entire visual message, it needs to align. And I've noticed, you know, you said that it's about your business, your appearance, your hair, your content. They all have to work together. And it makes sense. Exactly. You, know? you want to make a good first impression, but they all have to go align and work along with each other. So definitely makes sense to me, in my opinion. So yeah, really good point. So, and that's the other thing I've noticed as well is that You've got a heck of a lot of content online. Oh, yeah. I suppose, you know, because you've been around since, you know, 1999 online, you know, you have accumulated with a lot of experience, a lot of content, a lot of ideas, and so many things. So, you know, you've got your podcast, which is your Seven Days to Amazing podcast. You're putting together a style book with, you know, Fashion Quote Center. You've got your YouTube channel. You've got your blog. And, you know, you're doing Facebook Live and all these things. It's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's quite incredible. But, I'm quite curious to know, I mean, what is what is your system when you create a content? Do you have a routine? Do you have a particular style? You know, what is it that you do that makes it all work? Well, part of it is I'm used to it. When I when I was on the newspaper column, I had a I had to write a column once a week. And um when when you have something on a newswire, it goes out, like I said earlier, to 400 papers, but you don't know how much space they have. You don't know if you're going to be the full page. You don't know if some hard news happened, you're going to be two lines. You don't know if you're going to be one column. So you have to learn to start to write in like 250 words, 350 words, 600 words, 1200 words, because wherever they cut it, you need to make sure that the more important information is on top. So at first, that was rather daunting. Let's to to be polite, that was really hard to figure out. And then once you kind of do it, because, you know, by repetition, you become a master of anything. Um, you, I started to get my brain trained to work in different ways of breaking things down without it ever being a conscious decision. So I never had to decide, oh, well, this is 1,200 words or, oh, this is 20 words. You just kind of, it just sort of flowed. And I do the same thing with my content. I kind of the site, the newspaper column was fashion advice. The site started as fashion advice, dear Sharon. So this, the column was so long ago when people wanted to ask me questions, I had to go to the post office to pick it up from a PO box. <laughs> it wasn't even, they weren't even emailing that. And it wasn't even that long ago. So what happens, it started as dear Sharon. So people would, I would get so much reader mail. So it was totally reader driven. And then as I phased it out and talking to more people, it's what I hear. It's what you, what's going on, what I feel is important. And that's my, my beginning launch point for content. So it's brought to me what I see. And then as far as switching from more written content, which I love, I mean, I'm a writer and I didn't start out being a writer, but I became a writer and I realized I loved it so much to be more like, I don't know what you want to call it, internet on air talent with podcasts and videos. Um, my, my videos, my quick tip videos are all one take. I do everything in one take. So if I stumble a word, I stumble a word. 
And it's kind of because I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm going to say. So I think about it for a minute and I just go as if we're sitting here with a conversation. You don't have notes. Maybe if it's more of a training video or a sales video, I might bullet point what I want to say in each one. When I do my courses, like in my signature program is the Say Sheet Crash Course. And right now I'm creating Simply Amazing Headshots, which is to help anyone develop their own headshot on their own, I have examples of what I've done with a webcam and with my phone and whatnot. I break it down in bullet points and I get very granular as to each step that has to take into the system to knowing it. From those steps that are all put together in a course, you could spider that out to massive amounts of content. So I think for me, it's easier because it is, it's in my head first because that's just how I was trained with the newspaper column. But for anyone else, I would say the best thing is to really break down your idea, get as granular as possible. And from that, you'll get all your topics and you can just take, you could just sort of spit them out from that. It's really cool because I, I mean, you've mentioned a few times that, you know, be natural, be raw. When you're doing your live videos, if you stumble, so what? You could keep on yeah. going. You know, I think it makes you more human. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I agree with that. And it's nothing, that's the benefit and the, the beauty of live video, isn't it? It makes you look more uh, authentic and natural and human. So it's really, really cool. And, you know, it, what's really interesting for me is that on your website, you know, on your about page, you have got like a, an image timeline of your website from back in 1999. How Isn't that funny? And yeah. So it's great. I love that. And it, it's just so interesting to see the the transition and how many you know how much things have changed and stuff like that it's really fascinating and uh, how- oh I, yeah i love it it's the way back machine and if people don't know that there's also some really cool stuff you can figure out with the way back machine yep. so it used to it used to archive sites much more frequently and you could go back to any date and see what a website looked like then. Of course, you'll see a couple of the pictures with the little question mark because maybe the photo isn't loading properly anymore. But it gives you a really good idea. But also, as a spy tool, if somebody says to you, oh, I'm a business coach and, you know, I made all this money and I did all this stuff and I have all this stuff, and you go to the Wayback Machine and you see like, oh my gosh, two years ago they were saying that they didn't have any money and they didn't know what they were going to do and they were just you like you catch people in like their their brand bs so so to speak but also you get to see people and you know how they how they've changed so if someone is really beautiful and polished now maybe they started out being a little more um schleppy i don't know is that an international world word <laughs> <laughs> you know they maybe they started off being a little less polished because you do you're in this competition of other people out there. So you do need to sort of step it up to kind of look cool and on brand. So it's kind of fun, you know, like you see celebrities and you get to see them before and after plastic surgery. Well, this is kind of like you can see websites before and after plastic surgery. I think, you know, using the Wayback Machine for any website is fascinating. So it's, I love it. You get, it's like, it becomes that rabbit hole you can't get out of. <laughs> it, yeah, it is actually. It's like going on YouTube and then you can't get out of it. You know, Wayback Machine, it's the same thing. You just look at what website looks, you know, when it started. More often than not, it looks terrible. It looks Horrible. so awful. Yeah. But Mine now, looks okay though. Exactly. <laughs> but so, so then, you know, if we get into it, I mean, we're going to talk about, you know, WordPress and things. So what, what was your first experience like? How did you come across it? And why did you choose WordPress in the first place? 
Um, well, I told you, my, my site started with front page, Microsoft front page. I don't even know if they make it anymore. And that was just because this guy explained it to me. And I kept my site, and I had huge traffic when the site started. Massive, because there weren't that many sites. I mean, it was like a million hits a month. or It was huge. So front page did me well. I, it served me well. I went through a couple of versions of it. And then was when the beginning of the end. Then I started to say, okay, I have so much traffic and I have so much stuff. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm going to spend a fortune and hire some idiot to come in. So I had gone through several different iterations. I had a custom coded site, which the good part was I had to go to Paris for the developers. They were a disaster. Um, but I, at least I went to sit and work in Paris. So that was nice. Then I had, oh my God, a couple of other programs. I had this thing once called, oh, it was horrible. Easy Publish, which was anything but. From that, I had some really nutty web developers who were actually put malware on the site. They were really kind of, they were really evil. And then I'm like, I just can't take it anymore. And WordPress at the time was just not something that was viable for such a content heavy site. You know, you said I have so much content. I mean, back then I had thousands of pages of content. So I kind of kept finding these other content publishing platforms and custom coding. And I could tell you right now, people like you really don't want to invest in custom coding because it's terrible for maintenance. If there's an update, it could break. And you're really left at the mercy of the web developer. And a lot of them are, you know, pretty shady. They, they're in for the job and then they're off to the next one and they don't want to do maintenance. And then the next guy doesn't want to come in and can't mind read someone else's custom code. So I just kind of kept biting the bullet until WordPress got itself to be robust enough that I was able to migrate everything in there. And then migration is a, it should be a four letter word. I say tech is a four letter word, but migration should be because when you have so much crazy content, like I do, it's a huge job. So eventually we, we went into WordPress and, um, I think I was trying to figure that out on the way back machine. I think it's about seven years that I'm in WordPress now and I find it, I love it. It's great because it's just, it, you could do it easily yourself. If it get, I redid, I just rebranded Focus on Style two months ago. I personally did all the design in there. I originally had an art, an art director who gave me my beautiful logo, who set me up with the right fonts, who set me up with my brand colors years ago. And now I do it myself with, with a team member. And yes, when it's really crazy coding, I have two different developers that I could give stuff to. But I don't want to be in the crazy coding world anymore. I mean, if I have to farm stuff out, it's really getting, it's getting to be too much. So we just do it in house. And once you learn it, you know, I believe if you do something every day, learn to do it right. If you have an online business and you're on it every day, learn to do it right, learn to do the most you can. And then it's not time consuming. It's to maintenance is not time consuming when you know what you're doing because you know where you messed up or you know where you didn't. And it's almost impossible to mess up now. WordPress has just become almost idiot proof. And there's just so many great templates out there. So I love it. And it's, it's amazing that, you know, you've done it all by yourself. Well, a big chunk of it, because I was going to ask you about the process to get it going, to maintain it, to, to you know, I, really yeah. get it really looking good. And you've done all that work yourself. Yeah, I I had other versions and 
you know, beware people of hard coding, beware, beware of hard coding. And then what happened was, I mean, I just have a design eye because, I mean, it's style. It's you have part of a design eye. I'm kind of like the font Nazi. Like I'll, I'll make sure the fight, the font is the right size. The typeface is correct. But what happened was when the site went, when you had to be responsive, what was that, two years ago? I went through about three different developers and designers and the site was so complicated. No one wanted to do it and they would like do part of it. I mean, and I paid people and they're like, Oh, it's too much. Oh, it's too much. I'm like, how lazy are you? You saw you, you were, you know, running around in the back end, you saw the code. Now all of a sudden it's too much for you. So I basically said, okay, I can't take it anymore. And I was thinking of moving to the Divi theme, which I use them. Um, my sales site. And I also use Divi. I have a custom coding membership site, which they're custom coding, afraid to update. But for the main site, I use Canva and Visual Composer, which I love. And I love Visual Composer. It makes it, it has some limitations, but it really makes it easy. So I had to find somebody who would deal with all this custom code. So my site can become responsive. So Google would like me. And I went all over the place. And the first time in my life, I outsourced to India and I found a guy there and he's by no means cheap for India prices. He's pretty competitive for the U S and, um, he's like, okay, but you got to be with me to do it. I'm like, cool. So I sat there with him and I would do the design and he would break up the code in the back and we just knocked it out and did it. And it wasn't very difficult. And I did it by force. And now we do all the upkeep ourselves. You know, I I only use him for certain problems. I have another guy I call for other problems. And pretty much we do it all. The redesign, do it all myself. I have someone working with me now who also has a design idea. But once you know how to do it, it it all becomes part of the, the steps. And it's very easy. And it's not, the maintenance isn't bad, you know, Uh, and I've even gotten, you know, we've been hacked a few times through the years. I've had malware through the years. Oh, I've had all sorts of spam stuff, you know, and and once you go through this terrible stuff, you learn how to get out of it easily. You know, you learn how to protect yourself better for next time. Wow. It's amazing. That journey alone it's amazing, but you learn from it. You, you've gone you learn. through so many things, and you learn what to do, what not to do. You break things, and then you learn from that. It's just, it's just brilliant. It's just really, really cool that you've done a lot by yourself and with with some other people as well. So, really, really cool. I really like that a lot. So then, you know, a lot of people. I don't know if if you've seen it. You probably have because you work with a lot of people with their website. People have trouble with WordPress or even starting it or even using it, stuff like that. What advice would you have for those people? who are having trouble or starting or using WordPress? I think you have to just get over it. I think a lot of the problems is, is that you have to remove the idea. I'm just not so techy. And I know it's not that difficult really, you know, and then I've had the opposite of, of like developers. Oh, you're a woman and you're in fashion. (laughs) It's like, yeah, baby. And like, let me, let me check your code. <laughs> so the thing is, it's not that hard. So you have to really just bite the bullet, have someone to help you. I prefer to do things that are collaborative. I think I was just had a client and she is, um, an, in design and she's a speaker and she's, said, I just didn't want to do it. I gave it to this guy. I gave him $6,000 and I'm like, your designer, your site is like this horrible color orange. You 
purple. And I had another woman and she's like, oh, these are my brand colors. I'm like, you're a business coach and your color, your site is the color of a penny, which in the United States is the lowest form of currency. Like, why are you choosing that? And they're like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, you, you're, the, the problem is there's a lot of people out there who, because graphic design has become so easy, you can get Canva, you can get PicMonkey, you can get all these other apps out there that have decided I'm a graphic designer, but they're not an art director. And that's what's key. So it's more important that you learn the art direction, you learn the messaging, you learn the composition, the colors, what the, this unspoken language that someone sees when they're there. That it's what I teach my, my clients when I'm telling them to step in their star power. Learn what people are seeing in that unspoken language. And that translates to every piece of code on the page, which is really not that hard. It's not. If someone does your basic site and they're patient with you, isn't it better to have a business that's collaborative, that's part of you, that when people see your brand, your business, your WordPress site before you, it looks like you. And that doesn't come from handing it off to someone. I mean, if you hand off a team, there's a lot of meetings involved. You don't want a site that looks like your designer. You don't want a site that, you know, I love when people get these logos on Fiverr and it's like, look what I got. I'm like, yeah, you look like a cheesy template that you paid somebody five bucks for. Like invest the money in getting like a beautiful logo. Invest the money in spending time understanding your brand. And then the other stuff, it's easy maintenance. It's like if you could go on Facebook, you could do WordPress. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I, not I couldn't, hard. I could, I couldn't really beat that. What you said. I mean, if, uh, at the end of the day, you know, your presence online, you want to give a good impression, you know. And with what you said is correct. You know, you want to have the right design, color, and logo, and all these things. It might not be absolutely perfect in the beginning, and you demonstrated that with your, you know, display of what your website looks like over the years. But if you have a good foundation and you kind of build on top of that. You know, that will set you off and really anybody can do it and you have it's to, not hard. It, you just have to try your best and yeah, you can have other people helping you, experts around you, even read online and see what other people are doing, learn from them. But the good thing is, and I think you probably do it, uh, you know yourself, is that you should know how to do it. If you know how to do it, you learn as you go along and learn how to manage and maintain your website you would definitely reap dividend because then you know what to do. You know how to fix things. You know how to upload things or these kind of stuff as well. So, well, yeah, and then yeah. you're not beholden to someone else's timeline. Like something cracked on your site, right? Your code cracked. And you're like, oh, my God. And you're like the damsel in distress. I've got this big launch. I've got this thing. And you call your web developer, designer, doesn't call you back for, I don't know, two weeks. And then they answer you and go, oh, but I'm really busy. I can do that like next September. And you're like, but I need it now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really busy. And you're like, you want to sit there when it's you and you know what's going on. You want to go WTF. This is like not even five minutes. Like it's taken you two weeks to tell me something that's not even five minutes. So it's your own success in being able to go in and do that. And that's what we were talking about, interestingly enough, before this started, um, when, before we were, we, before we started hitting the record button is 
um, I started a little service called My Web Developer Screwed Me. And it comes because my husband, my husband, hello, husband, right? He's a doctor and he hired some medical agency to do his website. And he was, you know, um, he's going to, it's his business. He did it. He didn't ask. He's not, he's by far not techie. I mean, for years I had to answer his email. Now he's put on his big boy pants, right? So he has his company and he's paying like 400 bucks a month. And I finally look at his site, and that's $400 a month for maintenance. And I looked at him like, okay, it is so wrong. It is a dated template. I don't even know if this is responsive. I went in. I asked for to get the back-end logo for the back-end admin access. And they're like, oh, oh, oh you're going to break it. I'm like, no, can I have it? I went in there. So they didn't install the SEO. There's nothing. SEO people is so important. I was number one for fashion expert for 10 years, and it's because I had really good SB, SEO and authority links of, of interviews and things coming to me just like this linking back to my site that is so important to to really maintain your seo so anyway these people have done nothing four hundred dollars a month so i'm coming in i'm like in five minutes could see all the stuff that is wrong with this and then the guy says to me oh but we're going to optimize it for the 63 search engines out there i'm like 63 search engines there's like one and a half google and bing you know it's like Really? So, and this is my husband. So I started working with regular clients as I'm dealing with them in their style and in their personal branding and going in. And like I said before, and looking at their website messes and it just becomes part of the conversation I have. So that's what I do on Focus on Style. But I've just started this new service and I'm testing the waters with other people called My Web Developer Screwed Me. And if you go to the Work With Me page on Focus on Style, you'll find me. And eventually, maybe the redirect will work by the time this airs because that was a network solutions woman who hasn't answered me for two weeks on getting that done and you know there's things that are out of your control and there's things that are in your control and I believe in being empowered with what is in your control and learning how to do it so it's not a big deal and it's true because if you didn't know any of these things if you haven't had that experience you would be continuing to pay $400 a month yeah, it's crazy. Whatever was going on then, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy for four hundred dollars a month to go and to it's like, sixty. And his site's like, and his site is like three to five pages. And the, I'm like, I pay that for my my web server, and my site is you know thousands of pages. This is for like three to five. That site could not take a half hour to design. Wow. Using a generic template. So, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who prey on business people not wanting this to be their main thing, especially if you have a brick and mortar business and your website is just your web presence. It's not a big deal. You depend on someone else and people take advantage of you. And it's, I've got that. I could go on. We could be talking for a month on stories about this. So. Yeah, so you, yeah. you need to empower yourself to know how to do it to some level or hire someone as a consultant who you trust who can make sure that the next person isn't you know screwing you over. Yeah, very, very true, very true. And you'd be better off in the long term as well. So really, really good point there. So in, in, there's so many things, you know, from your end. I'm th- trying to think, you know, what is your biggest strength? But there's so many to pick from. So what is your biggest strength? In WordPress? In anything? Um, just biting the bullet and doing it. You know, 
things are not always pretty. I love things to look a certain way, but there are some life is messy. So I think it's going in there and figuring out how to make the mess beautiful and suit you and how to how to step in your own star power and how to be authentic and be the best at being you. And if you have an online business, besides your mess, your visual message, besides your written message, besides how your website looks, just learn how to take control of your business, of your team. If you work alone, of the freelance contractors, the independent contractors you hide. I mean, I love Upwork, by the way. You can get so many of these little things, little things done with Upwork, but please, people, and someone was just telling me in a group I was in the other day and saying, oh, we just, we had somebody on Fiverr and we gave them our password. Never give your passwords to your websites after someone on Fiverr. You know, like take control, always have a backup, always be prepared, you know, and learn how to learn how to do it. And it's not so hard. Just you do it every day. Just learn to do it right. I love that attitude that you have that go get them attitude and you just do it. Just bite the bullet and just do it. I love that. I think it's Thank you. And what, so then what is your biggest weakness and how do you overcome it? Oh God, getting so like, why, how did that break? Why did that happen? Where did he do that? And like having to get like private investigator, why? And getting like into the minutia of like, that's just not right. That drives me crazy. Like we were at a hotel this weekend and we were supposed to have a celebration on the roof and we got there, we're staying in the hotel and there's this security guard at the door and she's like, I can't let you in on capacity. I'm like, what are you talking about capacity? Six people just left. She goes, I'm just doing my job. I'm like, we're two, six left. How is that capacity? Were you over capacity when they were there? It seems you should be. And like that kind of person who like doesn't think I'm like, we're a guest, we're paying to be here. What, you know, what is your story? That kind of person will make me up, just drive me crazy. You know, be flexible see what's going on, understand, ask questions, figure it out. And that will be my weakness all the time is people who are just inflexible. And yes, you could say I was inflexible. And like she said, no, but I paid to be there. She was like doing her job was not doing her job because she was just not thinking above the, you know, the bullet points of the job description, you know, thinking like, okay, what does this involve? Pick up the phone, get a walkie, ask someone else. So that stuff makes me crazy. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of, I, I can feel the energy from you. Um, I, I wish I love, but that is so, so cool. And it's really interesting because, you know, speaking to you and looking at what you do online, I would never have known that. You know, it's really, really hard to know what anybody's weakness is, but I, I wouldn't have known that. So it's pretty cool. And I, I appreciate you sharing that as well. So really, really cool stuff. So, Thank you know, you. if we were getting you know, sentimental about it, what are you most proud about in your business? My business, I started it when my son was a baby. I started it when my son was, I don't even remember, like under a month. Um, It was something... I, I never woke up one day and said, I'm having a website, you know, I started at the top of the show saying that, you know, I I did it with when my syndicator just signed me on instead of giving me maternity leave and sent me out there. And I started the site when he was napping. It was that simple. I maintained the site, I should say, when he was napping. So I would know my son. I never wanted a full-time babysitter. I had a, as he got older, a babysitter randomly here and there, but he was always in front of me. I always knew where he was. I can see him. I took him to the park. I took him to the playground. I was, he napped. I worked and 
I stayed up late. I did stuff at night. I redid the site between naps, between working, between taking him to preschool. I mean, I was there. I was a full-time mom and I ran a full-time business and it wasn't hard. I mean, I, I was, I chunked my time that I worked accordingly. And I'm very proud of the fact that I built this business when my son was, you know, newborn. Wow. And you should be. I think that's a yeah. really, really good achievement. I think it's incredible. It's really, it's really admirable um what you've done there so amazing and and you know look what you are now you've been consistent you keep on going you're building you're a fighter i can tell so um <laughs> yeah it's really maybe really cool. maybe it's fighter to the fall but yes i am <laughs> <laughs> you want me to keep going um yeah <laughs> no it's, it's amazing and and i like how you shared that as well it's that you know everyone has their own situation in life but it depends what you do with your time and your and your place. And if you want something, you go and get it. You you. Uh, yeah, there's no you know you, you don't regret anything. You want to do it. I, and I think one of the biggest takeaways here is if you if you need a website, whether it's just simply your web presence so people could find you because you have to have it, or it is your business, or it is your blog, or your podcast, or your vlog, or whatever it is, or you know you're selling something. If you have a web presence. Don't totally outsource it. Be able to understand what it takes so that when you do outsource it, you know what they're telling you. Because, you know, it's not it's not that cody a world as it used to be anymore. WordPress has made it. I mean, it's very much more written than code and figuring things out. What plugin works with what, you know, that can mess up. But it's it's not so complicated. So just like, you know, my husband didn't know and got this $400 a month ripoff and I went in in five minutes and saw what was wrong. So if it's your business, make it your business to know what it's about and then you can hire a freelancer to do it or a company. But then you'll know if they're telling you the right thing. You'll know if they're like blowing you off for weeks at a time and it's a five minute fix. You know, maybe in that five minutes you could fix it yourself for next time. It's not that hard. I mean, WordPress has really made it easy. You've given so much, you know, so much points, so much advice, Sharon. I mean, there's too many good things to take from this. It's just, <laughs> it's just amazing. I mean, we can. Go, I mean, I feel like I want to talk even longer. Um, it's just so many things and what is it with them that you've shared. It's just awesome. It's just so so awesome. So I really appreciate that because I, I really think that we can. Everyone can take a lot from what you have said. And even myself, I can take a lot from what you have said as well. It's just so, so awesome. So, you know, really appreciate that. And, you know, it, it's been really, really good talking to you. And and it's been really, really fun chatting to you as well. I really enjoyed it. So if people want to find and connect with you, where can they find you? Um, focusonstyle.com is my website. It's also my handle across all social media. If you are interested in getting my free Star Power Flash Kit so you can figure out how to bump up your, your messaging, you can go to focusonstyle.com forward slash insiders and get that there. And if you have any questions about, you know, my web developer scrutiny, you know, I'm thinking about adding this as a service people. So, you know, take me up. You can either reach it from the work with me tab, or you can just hopefully we'll get that redirect working and you can go to my... You see, <laughs> there and you we'll, go. the woman will answer the email or, um, you know, but it, it's anything you can find is from Focus on Style at the top navigation bar. You can get it. But I really encourage you to go to focusonstyle.com forward slash insiders and grab your free star power kit. 
and I'm gonna put those links in the show notes so people can find it and it's really cool people should go visit the site connect with Sharon interact she's asking you to uh, you know talk to her give it a shot you know it'd be really sure. really good fun so I'm um, Sharon again thank you very very much for your time I really appreciate it and uh, hope we speak to you again soon yeah same here this was fantastic thank you so much and that is it wow Thank you, Shannon, for coming onto the show. Really enjoyed chatting with you. So much fun. So many things to take away. And I'm just trying to take into what you said about how life is messy, but it's all about going in there and figuring out how to make the mess beautiful and suits you. I love that. That is just so, so awesome. So I think there's a lot of things in there that we can all take into account, learn from. So really do appreciate it, Shannon. If you want to show notes, they are available on ignitrock.com forward slash episode 21. And before you go, if you don't mind, just leave a review in iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it. In the meantime, let's rock with WordPress. <laughs>